are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, Schuster, let's talk. We want to break down. We want to break down a little bit more of Jordan McLeod. You know what I liked about young Mr. McLeod? What What did you like about young Mr. McLeod? I, that he wasn't a uh, '70s Western cowboy uh, uh, movie detective from sure. the uh, I do like from that. the NBC Sunday mystery movie. Was, was there a guy named McLeod? Well, yes, his and and it M- sounds McLeod, like Steve McLeod. McLeod was been... a uh, starring Dennis Weaver. McLeod was a sheriff's detect uh, deputy from Taos, New Mexico, mm-hmm. who was placed into New York City, kind of as an exchange program thing. But he was the one who solved the crimes, mm-hmm. and so he was a cowboy in the big city. That was a joke. He also got in trouble with his, uh, with, with, with his boss a lot, boss played by J.D. Cannon. And J.D. Cannon would, his line pretty much was, you know, McLeod would do something that irritated, you know, mm-hmm. the captain. Right. And, and so the captain would slam the door, open it up, and he'd say, with mm, mm-hmm. necessary intensity. With gumption. With gumption. My cloud. Wow. Okay. All the time it was great. My cloud. One so, more time. One more time. My cloud. Okay, okay, okay. So if um, Jordan McLeod right. starts to keep throwing interceptions, here's what I liked about young Mr. McLeod uh-huh. is that I at least listen. I think Brett Favre's one of the more overrated quarterbacks, at least in my opinion, amongst the great quarterbacks. I'm not saying he's not a Hall of Famer, um, but when I, I get a little get a little uncomfortable though when uncomfortable is way too strong of a term but uh i get a little when people try to put him kind of in that inner crust of quarterbacks mainly because i saw him do so many stupid things that he didn't need to do now that being said and i'm not comparing jordan mcleod to brett Favre. sounds to me like you are and that's what i'm taking from this this might be a bridge a little too far for some (laughs) but I like what he does. Which did not have Dennis Weaver. Anyway, go right. ahead. Yes, that also sounds uh, like that also sounds like a Steven Seagal on a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah. But what I do like about it, though, as opposed to watching Gunnar Cruz just throwing checkdowns or throwing the ball 85 yards out of bounds because he's worried about taking a loss, this kid's at least pushing the ball downfield. Here's the here's the difference to me, in my opinion. Gunnar Cruz played not to lose. Jordan McLeod played to win. And again. Five interceptions, not going to get it done. Totally get that. But I saw more of a confidence factor in him that I didn't see from the other quarterbacks. One of the things that I uh, was... was eh, I'd, I'd add to it a little bit. It's not that I disagree. It's uh, there, were, there were there were a lot of folks that I noticed that you were talking to who had sort of an interesting opinion in that regard. And this is, this is the state of the Arizona football program right now where you're trying to find a nugget out of fool's gold. Right. Uh, and you're hoping for anything. You're you're clutching at straws. Right. You're, you're clutching at straws when the whole thing is fugazi. Right. And, fugazi. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. and it's all uh, and, forget and, about it. <laughs> it's all just a mess. I'll tell you one day what fugazi means. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably that, not on this podcast. Wasn't that the name of that fake scandal that the Republicans always kept bringing up? Uh, um, the, the fugazi scandal. Yeah, yeah, fugazi. Not quite. No. No. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Benghazi. Sorry, yeah, that's sorry. Right, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, little yeah, different. Fugazi, Fugazi, although they're similar. Sorry, Fugazi, that was a reference for you. Go Fugazi ahead. is Vietnam related. 
Okay. Very similar. Well, it sounds Italian. Um, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I'd have to look it up, but it means things are all left up. Right. Basically. Uh, anyway, so Arizona football is kind of all left up. Right. So, so we're looking for something that makes you feel a little bit better when things aren't particularly mm-hmm. there. One of and but which I found interesting that a lot of the folks that I noticed that you were talking to. Uh, on, on on a variety of platforms, or just just in general conversation, while you and I were watching the game the other night, uh, seemed to be okay with having a quarterback willing to make mistakes, mm-hmm. at least in the early stages, because they saw potential and they saw someone willing to take chances. Right. Uh, how long they're willing to be comfortable with that mm-hmm. remains to be seen, and we'll find out if McLeod does a better job of you know limiting those you're, limiting those. You're errors. skeptical. Is it once an interception, always an interception? Is no, that- no, no, not, not, not in the. Hey, you thrust a new quarterback into the game with a team that doesn't have a lot of talent. Right. You don't want to throw five interceptions, but 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 the folks who are saying the weird dichotomy of you never thought you'd hear me say five interceptions seems like a good game for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I know where you're coming from. Right. Totally get it. What I think McLeod is probably better at than Cruz and Plummer are, is that he can run. Right. And that gives him a dual threat option, which helps Arizona's, helps an offense that needs it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a team that probably is going to have to run the football from a variety of different ways. Right. Uh, and if they can, maybe it makes the job a little bit easier for McLeod to make the right passes. Right. And that's good. Mm-hmm. That's something that Cruz doesn't have the ability to do consistently, that Plummer doesn't have the ability to do consistently. And it's one of the problems with Arizona's talent dearth. They're a team that, we've talked about this, doesn't have, they have Stanley Berryhill mm-hmm. and the Anderson kids. By the it. way, I will be interviewing Stanley Berryhill uh, tomorrow on, well, go, go ahead, sorry. And, and, and I'm interested to hear a lot of, uh, you know, how that goes. Uh, I'll, I'll have to pay attention to that a little yes. bit later. And anyway, you know, at least McLeod might be able to make something out of nothing if a play breaks down, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he did that in the Oregon game. Now, obviously the problem when you're going in inexperienced is you make stupid-ass throws. Right. And he needs to limit that. And if Fish is good at, and Carroll or, you know, those guys are good at coaching quarterbacks, then they're, then they're going to look at a lot of the video and say, hey, that was kind of a dumbass pass. And McLeod's going to—they're going to say, McLeod? That right, was a yeah, dumbass I, pass. And then McLeod's going to say, yeah, you're right. That mm-hmm. wasn't very good and hopefully learn from it. If he does, maybe that's—maybe yeah, that feels feel, better for Arizona offensive. So I don't disagree with you at all I in regards to— I feel that at least to, I'm going into this battle, though— with a full banana clip in my arsenal, as opposed no, you don't. A full banana clip. No, maybe maybe you've got four in the magazine. Yeah, but that's more. All right, but that's more than having four blanks. Yes, it is. Yes, so it I is. So I feel that I got a puncher's chance though with McLeod. So let me get this straight. McLeod. McLeod. So let me get this straight. We just brought up seventies detectives. Um, military arsenal <laughs> and a boxing reference. Correct. To try to define Arizona's. Quarterback of the week. Oh, also, which let, seems perfectly legitimate. Now, to me, let by me ask you this: with the way that, the, with the enthusiasm and the gumption that uh, he showed out there, fair to say that Jordan McLeod is probably a built bar consumer. I think it's fair to say that Jordan McLeod might be on the front line of the built bar revolution. And when you're on the front line of something like that, then you might not have four in the clip. Mm-hmm. You might, but you but might you have got four one in the hole. But you might have four built bars in the clip. 
Fully loaded built bars. You know what? Would, people always look at that scene in Rambo where mm-hmm. he's just going crazy. Yeah. Or like that, I believe, is Rambo or, 3. Or Scar- Could be Rambo or 2. Or Scarface, one of the more overrated yeah. movies in history. Yeah, I'd kind of agree. I'd, I'd it, agree it was a good movie. movie. It was a good movie, but it's not one of the top. It's not Quigley Down Under. It's not Lethal Weapon 2. It's not any of that. Certainly hard to argue that. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But you think about that with the Built Bar, though. You're just unloading Built Bar. You know what I'm thinking about Built Bar is that, you know, you're out on the Australian plains. And Alan Rickman needs a shooter, mm-hmm. and he's and and it brings in the, this American, and the American tells the horseman, the bucket, mm-hmm. go for the bucket, and and then he's way out there and takes the bucket way out there, and 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 uh, Selleck says Quigley says that's not far enough, mm-hmm. further, 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 further way over the hill, I felt like in that moment, that Quigley went into his stash, checked the wind, got the sights right. And also took a bite of Bilt Bar. A bite or a... Just a bite. A bite. Or just a bite because you want to save it. No, no, no. You just want a bite for later to line it up and make that 1,200-yard shot. Which he did. He nailed the can. He nailed, he nailed the barrel. Our good friend... That? The our bucket. Good, our good friend Kevin Woodman. Mm-hmm. He is our good friend Kevin yes, Woodman. Yes, he is. Kevin, he pops on the podcast every now and he again. He will. You know what? When Kev can make time... Kev's mm-hmm. got a busy schedule. I get that. But you know, when Kev's, when Kev's available, Kev's always welcome on. Here's my question for you, though. Kev would always say that it was a quickly down under as an overrated movie. First of all, I don't know who's overrating it. <laughs> that's a fair. That's a I really mean, generally good point. when you look at the greatest movies uh-huh. of all time, yeah. quickly doesn't show up. But quickly is a good movie, though. I agree. I agree on both of those counts. I mean, it's, take that, Kevin. I Woodman. mean, you're a guy, that, and I'm a guy who likes Kevin Woodman's John Wayne films. Right. You're a guy. That, I've seen my share of John Wayne you, films. Uh, beyond just The Conqueror. I've seen a bunch of... Beyond and, The Conqueror? Uh, There's seen, movies Beyond The Conqueror. Yeah, uh, John Wayne. That did, also sounds... John like, Wayne did... It does sound like, like a Steven Seagal film. movie. Beyond The Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> and probably will be. Uh, so this might be a shock to you, Mike Luke. But John Wayne did more movies than just The Conqueror. And I've seen some of them. So... Howdy, I, Pilgrim. I know... <laughs> Sorry, that's that, so bad. That was a fantastic John that's, Wayne reference. It was not quite a Quigley reference. It was much better John Wayne. Where I like Quigley. Jo- down let me ask you this: yes. Do you think John Wayne was? And I like McLeod as a quarterback, hopefully for Arizona right, too. Are, but nevertheless, do you think John Wayne was legitimately a good actor? No, I mean not. Not <laughs> okay. No, all right. I just wanted not, to make not sure because Kevin thinks John Wayne was, was legitimately a good actor, but he was excellent at doing. He was excellent John at being Wayne, John Wayne, which is not. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You knew it, it was kind of like going to a restaurant that you like and getting the meal that you know makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to be surprised by John Wayne's performance, but you knew what you were going to get, and he was going to deliver. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think that's more than fair. All right, you know what else is also is more than fair? Now, this might be a little too close to home, but John Wayne also he did some he did a lot of desert movies. Fair to say? And that's what westerns kind of are, yeah. Uh-huh. In the Alamo, <laughs> do you think that he would have utilized Sweatblock if he could have? During uh, the Alamo I'll with David what. Bowie with his mm-hmm. knife. David his Bowie? Rid- yeah. Or uh, not David <laughs> Bowie. Uh, uh, John Bowie, sorry. I'm not sure that's right either. Oh, no, gosh, he had the Bowie knife. He had yeah, he had the Bowie knife, but I'm 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 drawing a blank on Bowie's first name. Anyway, go ahead. I think it was, um, it was and, John and, and I'm embarrassed that I'm I'm, I'm embarrassed I'm drawing. Here, you a blank talk, i look. But nevertheless, okay, that sounds good. Let me tell you this: if the if Adams and Crockett and Bowie and Houston and Austin 
had had sweat block. Are Zachary. Is Santa Ana going the other yeah, way? Yeah, Santa Ana's going the other way. Uh-huh. There is no Zachary Taylor marching into Mexico City. That ain't happening. You know, the legend of Austin and Houston is an entirely different thing. And not James Matt. James Bowie. That okay. I was way closer. You, was, wait, John you were the oh, you were the guy who had two names. Both, what do you mean you were way closer? New, both have New Testament you said, names. You said you were way closer. You're the only person who picked the two names. Yeah, I, didn't even, I didn't even James contribute John, the name. James John. Haven't you John F. Kennedy? Haven't you heard people refer to him as James F. Kennedy as well? All the time. <laughs> it's a I absolutely. It's a change in history. You've changed his name appropriately. Okay. But, but I'm great that somehow you came up with a better name than I did when I didn't even offer up a name. I thought that was very good on the I'm able fun. to get into your head. When, when that's been established <laughs> through it many really, podcasts. It most certainly has. What the hell were we talking about? Uh, sweat block. Oh, that's right. Um, would it would have completely changed the Alamo. All right. Well, let's get back to the U of A here. Back, let's get back to back in the A for a few minutes mm-hmm. here. Um, UCL, or, uh, so you think the Pac-12 is good. Yeah, I think the Pac-12 is fine. I think I. How about I, I think we need to differentiate though here. I think there's okay. a divide. I think right. there's a civil war here. Okay. I think the Pac-12 North is more or less poo. Mm-hmm. Um, Oregon's good, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think the Pac-12 South, outside of the A, is pretty good. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Although Pooh just kicked the crap out of USC in Los Angeles over the weekend. True, but isn't so. But are, you know, are we also at the stage too? Like, do you even know who USC's coach is? Not a clue. Right. No. <laughs> but I think I think generally speaking, if you changed Pac-12 with Big Ten, good stretch by the way. Big Bruno. Twelve, SEC, ACC, insert conference here. Your conversation would be exactly the same. I think I think the Pac-12 is as good as any other conference, other than other than the other the, the differences that the SEC has. Alabama and Georgia, they're the difference. Every every other team and every other conference has a, there, enough of these conferences have good teams that are comparable to the best in the Pac-12 and the best in the Big 12 and the best in the Big 10 and the best in the wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 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 what to me the Pac. The, what about to, the Mountain to West? To me, the, oddly enough, the Mountain West is actually beating people, mm-hmm, for sure. which is bizarre. It but, sounded like a it sounded like but, a make fun question, yeah. but it wasn't. Bruno Although, agrees. I think it is a make fun question to to it a large degree because I, I saw Fresno against UNLV. Mm-hmm. Watch the Fresno State game against UNLV. Oh. Some people have, in terms of power ranking, Fresno State ranked in the top 10. Mm-hmm. That is more a testament to the wide open nature of college football than it is how good is Fresno State. Right. Okay. So so Fresno State played Oregon well. Fresno State beat UCLA. Therefore, Fresno State is as good as anybody else, which means that, I mean, I think UCLA's good. I think UCLA, and UCLA beat LSU mm-hmm. and kind of handled them in that game. Right. Oregon won at Ohio State. So it's not like this conference doesn't have teams that have some solid mm-hmm. uh, non-conference wins. Right. So what does that say about the Big Ten that Ohio State lost at home to a Pac-12 school? Mm-hmm. What does it say about the SEC that LSU lost to UCLA? Right. So I think, I think the Pac-12 is fine and I think has teams that can play well on any given week, just like the Big Ten, and just like the Big 12, and just like a lot of other conferences. They're, they're as much as anything a testament to, a, to, to what college football is overall than are they poo or are they good. So, all right, here's the thing. 
One thing that I think you're saying is that you would hop onto prizepicks.com, though. Or prizepicks, the app, excuse me. And you know what? You're saying that if I had some player props with the Pac-12 or fantasy stuff, you're saying, I don't care about the SEC outside of Alabama and Georgia. Pac-12 players match up just fine with them. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Sure. If, if you want to go tick for or tit for tat with right. that, He's saying that you know what? Put your money with the Pac-12 and Prize Picks. Well, at the very least, if you get a if you Prize get, Picks might lead you in a good direction. It here. certainly will. For John Schuster, Mike Luke, Santa Anna, Bowie, uh, the Conqueror, you've been listening to Locked On Wildcats.